Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. Here we talk about things we have no business discussing because coaches don't play. I'm Pooja. I'm Kavya. Yashmita's yes, taking a break from the podcast, so today it'll just be the two of us. Today's episode is a Q&A because we asked everyone for questions on our Instagrams and we only chose a few to answer because they were all really, really good, but some of them we just had so much to say that we're probably just going to make full episodes on. So you can give us these questions like any time, like just DM them to us and maybe we'll make another q and I don't know. Okay, so we have a lot of questions to choose from. The first one is, who is your greatest inspiration? Okay, so this one is really... This one was really hard for me to answer. So, like, thinking about it, I'm like, celebrities and people who are meant to be influential don't really inspire me, I don't think. Like, I think the only celebrity I've ever been, like, obsessed with is Selena Gomez in middle school. (laughs) She was really iconic. Yeah, she was iconic. But, like, other than that, like, like, I actually think that I was thinking about it, and the only people I was really, like really interested in when i was a kid were like thumbnail actors and actresses because that's what i grew up on not like the regular shit oh yeah yeah so like jonas brothers one direction wasn't really that big of a fan of (laughs) when 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 i looked up the definition of inspire because inspire seems like such a loaded word it's like what do they they give you purpose or something it's a lot it's heavy yeah so like inspire is defined as feel someone with the urge or ability to do or feel something Mm -hmm. so like one of the sim- like one of the synonyms for inspire was stimulate which i really resonate with and the first person that comes to mind for me is esther perel she's literally okay so she's literally amazing i hear a lot about her bro <laughs> yeah so she has a podcast it's called um where should we begin by esther perel and like so once you're done listening to this and like listening to all our episodes you should go listen to them so <laughs> it's really good and like you never learn you never stop learning from her because even though it's a couples therapy podcast, I feel like you can learn a lot about yourself, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I just learn a lot from her. That's it. And, like, the way she talks is just incredible. And, like, the way she talks about things that no one likes to talk about, like sex and cheating, is just so good. But, yeah. Dude, I need to listen to her podcast because everyone is always talking about her. And I think she's so interesting, just, like, the little snippets of what I've heard her say. But I haven't listened to, like, a full podcast episode she's yet. She's amazing. And she knows so many languages. And, like, her voice is so good. Like, <laughs> uh, I love her. But, yeah. <laughs> When I was younger, my cop-out answer used to be my brother, just because, like, I also don't really have, like... I'm dead! I know! He's so lame! Oh, my God. Now that I'm no, older... even when I was listening to this, like, I mean, even when I heard this question at first, I was like, I felt like I have to say my mom. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, but, like, that's such a cop-out answer, and it's also so boring. And, like, now that I'm older, I'm like, what does my brother do, bro, if he's listening? <laughs> He's so boring, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. Like now that I'm older, I'm like, bro, what is he doing? That's inspiring. He just gets good grades. He goes to good school. Blah 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 blah. All the regular stuff. Who's actually inspiring to me? Like, like artistically and like um, design wise. Like, I follow like a bunch of brown girls on Instagram, and they're always like showing me how to like push outside the box because I don't really see that in person. But then like, think thinking wise, like 
how I like interact with myself and the people around me, I would say Bobo and Flex, but more so Bobo because the things that she says are just so out of pocket. Bobo and Flex have a podcast called Bobo and Flex. I discovered them like earlier this year. And like ever since I've started listening to them, my life has just gotten so much better. Like I think about a lot more things and I put um, Yashmita and Kavya on and now we have the most interesting conversations because we'll listen to the podcast Mm -hmm. episode and then we'll just start talking about everything and anything because like the questions they ask just really make you think (laughs) yeah no you know what i almost said flex is my answer like i almost said the most inspiring person for me was flex (laughs) okay second question who is your biggest fashion influence okay this is a question that i like i was debating over in my mind man because everyone always says that like oh i really like your fashion and i just feel like it's a basic compliment because like I don't think I wear anything like outside of sweats and tees or like jeans and tees. I thrift all of my clothing. So like it's not super like stylish. So I don't really know where people are coming from when they say that. (laughs) No, I don't think your style is out of the box or anything. But like you do tend to gravitate towards the same things. Like even though I also don't think I have a fashion sense. Like even like when I saw this question, I didn't even know how to answer it. I still don't really have a solid answer. (laughs) But like even though I don't have a clear one it's probably i probably gravitate towards like very similar things without knowing mine is i think i get most of my inspiration from like pinterest and youtube i started watching this youtuber um earlier this year as well his name's hot Lamode, and he's just this guy that has like fashion background on on twitter and youtube and he just like rips celebrities apart like he goes and he reviews <laughs> red carpet fashion so like everyone that walks on it from celebrities to models and he'll like rip apart their fashion and say like what's good what's bad and then he'll say like what the season's colors are and i just think he's so interesting it's making it's making me take like more of a liking to fashion and then I'll go through on Pinterest and I'll like notice like what is the stuff that I keep gravitating towards and I'll like pin it to a board yeah (laughs) yeah like I don't think I really understand like red carpet fashion like it it makes no sense Uh you know how when people give like reviews and stuff like I know Roja's or I know Yashmita's really into that stuff but like I just like don't get it whatsoever I think in general I don't really understand like like fashion but if I were to say, like, where I like to look at fashion, I, it's the same for me, like, Pinterest. But another person is, like, on YouTube. Like, I don't dress like her or anything, but I just, I love watching her, like, fashion sense, which is best dressed. Oh, yeah, she's iconic, man. <laughs> yeah, I love her, but I, like, like her videos in general, like, the things she talks about. Like, anyone who talks about taboo subjects, I love those kinds of people. Wait, you know where I get fashion inspiration from? Now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably mostly from K-pop videos because they just do mm-hmm. out-of-box like things with their fashion. But I don't think I get as much fashion like um, inspiration from girls. I think I actually get a lot of fashion inspiration from boys. But the problem is that like that those clothing items look different on girls so it's like really hard to translate like boys fashion onto me because like my body shape is different and also like i'm just not about to go buy all the pieces that they have like their music videos just have too many things so i don't know like i would say my like dream wardrobe would definitely be way different than i actually dress Mm, yeah Ooh, wait the next question is really good if you could erase one thing from your memory what would it be (laughs) Yeah, I really like this one. Okay, so, like, when I heard this question, I was at a loss. Like, every possible answer I can conjure up has, like, an equal and opposite reaction. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. if you forget something, 
I can easily come up with things that I wish I could change. So I could go back in the, like when I was a kid, I would always wish for like, everyone would wish for like invisibility and like super strength and all those things. But for me, I was taught growing up that like time is money, time is money. Because I was like a really disorganized kid. So my parents would always emphasize, or my dad would always emphasize that to me. Girl, I still am. <laughs> but yeah, so like like I was never organized before. Like now I'm like, oh yeah, super on top of things, organized, etc. But when I was a kid, like that really stressed me out. Time was like my biggest stressor. So I'd always wish I had the ability to like change time and like go back in time and things. But like forget is very different from that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, any hurt that I experienced, like, forgetting that seems to, like, make me weaker. Explain. What do you mean by weaker? Like, there, there's plenty of experiences and people that hurt me, especially when I was younger, right? And, like, I didn't know better. But, like, if I forgot mm-hmm. them, how would I learn from them? I think that's the difference between us is that you really learn from your experiences, whereas I think I make the same mistakes, like, over and over again, to be honest. <laughs> so I feel like if I forgot something, like, an important event i don't know if it would really change like who i am as a person today Mm, okay yeah that makes sense yeah that was like my really long-winded like answer like way of getting to my answer which is like if i could forget some forget something it would be like i would forget every negative instance in which someone has commented on my appearance Ooh, wait that's a good one because the thing is when people negatively comment on like your personality and things like that there are a lot of times like you can learn from that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or even just like even when people comment on like my personality and it's incorrect like i've learned to like let that go like being misunderstood isn't a big deal yeah i mean but in terms of like your appearance what does it do for someone to tell you that like your ass is flat (laughs) the listener you're probably thinking oh no one has actually said that to you but people have bruh you would be surprised at the shit that people will say to your face man (laughs) (laughs) no yeah in high school like even like my friends like I think that's what it hurts the most is like my friends would always like comment on like my body just because like in like now that I'm very self-aware like and I have a lot of distance from like the situations that I was in it makes a lot of sense to me that like since they were insecure that like this is gonna sound bad but like as like a high schooler I was a pretty good looking high schooler you know what I mean and so like I feel like when you're pretty it's like people think that you have everything together and they almost want to take you down a peg even if they're your friends Mm -hmm. like they don't have to be your enemies and I think, like, that's when it hurts is when it's someone that you're actually friends with. Hurt people, like, will release that hurt onto other people. They'll lash out. Yeah, it's like, when you're older, you understand that, like, people just project their own insecurities onto you and, like, try and take mm-hmm. you down a peg. Like, the way that people made you feel or, like, would you forget the whole instant? Yeah, I would forget the whole instance because it's not like it made me, like, any better of a person. It just made me, like, more insecure. And, like, even though I have distance from it, I'm sure, like, it led to, like, years of, like, body dysmorphia and, like, things that I genuinely didn't have to go through. That's true. Well, when I was thinking about this question, I was actually, like, there was actually a lot of instances that came to mind. But the question is, what would you forget, not what event you would erase? Because if I could erase events, like, from my like from ever happening so that not only would I forget them but would the other people in the like memory also forget them there are like very specific instances that come to mind that like given the chance I would erase like I really would but if it's only just me erasing them my answer was kind of similar to Kavya's in that I would probably erase like all of the times that I was embarrassed from my memory but not because I think that they negatively like affected me in the long run just because like 
Okay, so I don't have much shame as it is already, right? <laughs> but if I could forget all the times that I was embarrassed, like I would truly just have no shame. Because at that point, it's like nothing is nothing's negative. Because like you just have never been embarrassed. If you could like erase all the times that you've been embarrassed, what is actually stopping oh, yeah, you? Because I feel like shame is what really sh- stops people mm-hmm. sometimes. Because it's like, oh, I don't want to do this in case like I feel like shit after, or like in case like this is an embarrassing moment for me. But like. If I could just erase, like, big moments of embarrassment mm-hmm. from my past, probably the... Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll probably erase part of Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> We're not going to get into, like, <laughs> why. Into Charlotte, like, yeah. I went to... <laughs> okay. When I came to Charlotte last semester with Kavya, I was so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, no, but even though I said all that about, like, when I was a kid, I would have, like, a lot of regrets and I didn't want to go back in time. I think, like, now that I'm older, like, I feel like I just don't believe in having regrets. I think that that is just a construct we need to get rid of because... Mm-hmm. I think, like, for me, like, it makes a lot of sense that people say, like, don't cry over spilled milk. Because (laughs) the way I think about it is, like, if you spill a glass now, you're saving yourself from spilling gallons later. That way, like, you learn. Because I try and learn from everything I do. So I think that's why I just don't have any regrets. Yeah, that's true. All the moments that, like, if you think about, like, all the moments that really affect you in life, like, I'm assuming that, like, you have changed from that point forward if it was, like, such a big deal. Like, even, like, even then, like, I can't even think of that many embarrassing moments that have happened to me, like, other than Charlotte, because, like, that was so recent, and that's when I, like, actually decided to make a change. So, like, that's, like, the only one I can recall, because it was big, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. What's your least favorite color? This is a randomest question, but I like it. I really, I really fuck with it. Shout out to Axel for asking this question, what my least favorite color is. You know, this is an important one. I feel like it can say a lot about you. Because colors, I associate them with things. What's your least favorite color? What? Don't you associate colors with, like, feelings and, like, things? Like, you know what I'm I saying? Mean, yeah, you do. But I don't think, like... I don't think I have any negative reactions to, like, colors. So when I was thinking about it, so I really like the color blue, and it reflects in the clothing that I wear. Like, the amount of clothes that I have that are blue is concerning. And it's the reason why, like, you always say, like, oh, I associate you with the color blue. (laughs) Like, part of that is because, like, I come off very, like, reserved and, like, calm, you know? But a lot of it also has to do with the fact that that's what I wear. So when I was looking at my wardrobe... The colors that I have none of are red and orange. So, like, choosing out of those two, I would say my least favorite color is orange. My whole closet is pink. Like, I'm looking at it right now because, like, my dorm closet is literally out in the open. But, like, the entirety of it is pink. Like, my sister was surprised when she walked in. I don't even think I wear it that much. But, like, when I wear nice clothing, it's all pink. I don't know what my least favorite color is because I have such, like, specific attachments to, like, each color and I feel like depending on the season like my favorite color changes like it was purple and green for like a like a solid like pick one pick one yeah you gotta be decisive ah shit okay um okay I'm gonna say yellow even though that's a controversial take (laughs) (laughs) okay this was because my favorite color was like yellow like the like a deep yellow for like a really long time but now my favorite color is orange and I just feel like I don't need yellow anymore and I don't really particularly (laughs) like it because you know when mustard yellow was like in for a while i feel like now the color's dated i don't like it anymore (laughs) it just reminds me of like two years ago so i'm like yeah i don't think i like yellow i'm more orange now (laughs) it's not that i don't like orange i just it's like if we're if we really have to do that process of elimination it just lands on yellow for me i can't imagine you wearing orange bruh (laughs) 
know that'd be so strange oh my god but um okay so this next question i really 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 like at first it made no sense to me so i might have to break this down for you but basically it's kind of like a riddle i feel like maybe not a riddle but it's an interesting question so it's are wheels on a car friends co-workers or family like what you need the most no like okay so there's four wheels on a car what's their association are they all friends are they all family or all are they all co-workers like what are the four wheels on my car <laughs> yeah okay so my answer my answer is definitely not co-workers like no offense to my co-workers but i just don't know them that well i don't really have like a work life like that so definitely not co-workers i'm gonna have to go with friends like <laughs> i know everyone I know everyone is always like, family is so important to me, and like, I live for my family, but I'm still, I'm still convinced that half of y'all only say that because we're children of immigrants and y'all feel guilty, but like, moving along. <laughs> no, I think I choose family over friends any day, but... <laughs> no, I definitely choose friends, bro. <laughs> I feel like my friends, like, just because like, they're with me so often, like, I feel like even the friends that I've just made, like, last year like we've been through like tough times so like they definitely know like me more well and i feel like if i was really having like, a mental breakdown my fa- like my friends could really get me through it i also need them to function like i spend so much more time with them <laughs> for me like yeah i do spend a lot of time with my family but not just that it's like i feel like with family even though there's less boundaries there's also a lot more investment so like in terms of like family there's like there's like obligation for a lot of people that feels like a negative thing but like for me it's Mm -hmm. like if I go to my parents with something or like especially my mom it's like I know she'll be there it's like one of those like I don't trust like a lot of people to like catch me if I fall but for my mom it's like I know she'll try like she'll like give everything there is you know because she's my mom that's true that's also that's like something I think about like a lot like even with like how close I am with my friends now I know everyone's always saying like oh like the friends you have in college like they'll be like your bridesmaids in the future or like they're gonna be the ones that like know your kids and like you'll travel across the country to see them but like I always wonder about that like because I've had friends that like we've been so close and like in the time that I was I thought I was gonna know them forever but like that can slip away like very fast so I think about that like a lot like whether the friends that I have right now like how long I'll know them or like when will slip further apart Mm, yeah I think for me like I have different friends every single semester it's actually crazy like hopefully like my my hope is that this year I'll stick with like the friends I have like I'll actually find like a solid you know group of friends Mm -hmm. but like I feel like with family, it's like they're always there. I was, and I don't think this yeah. is like objective in the sense that I think that, oh, everyone should put their family above anything. I think this is very specific to like my relationship with my family rather mm-hmm. than everyone else's because I only have one brother and like he's much younger than me. So I feel like a lot of protectiveness over him. Like I'm like, oh, I'd do anything for him. I'd give up anything for him. You know what I mean? So like I think it's very specific to my situation. But back to the question. My answer, <laughs> my answer is that wheels on a car are coworkers because they all work together at the same time. With family and friends, there's like a lot more volatility, and with coworkers, you're all stuck in a system. Also, with t- oh cars, wait, that's deep. One- that's a good one, bro. <laughs> no, listen, I listen. like that. With, with tires, when one stops working or one becomes flat, it's not like the other tires are helping it out by carrying the excess weight. You just replace that tire. 
Yo, wait, that's so good. So that's how employees work too. If you're a bad employee, you just get replaced. This is my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the car is the system. Yeah, the car, the car, like the tires, they work together in a system. And with family and friends, like there's fallouts and you have to like lean on each other. But like with tires, it's very systematic. One, one goes out, you put another one in. Yo, I thought that I was thinking about the car is me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like there's no one way to look at this question, okay? But yeah. The way we came at those completely differently is really what, like that really... <laughs> It was very telling. That represented us so well. That question, that yeah, it was very telling. Because I was like looking at it like objectively, like how do I answer this like the right way? You know what I mean? <laughs> this is what you get when you put a STEM major and a business <laughs> major on a podcast. <laughs> okay, the next question is: Do you believe in witches? Okay, this is actually something I'm very curious to know because I've heard a lot in, like, the past couple of weeks about witches. Suddenly, like, there's witch talk, which is, like, w- the witch subsection on TikTok. I heard they hexed the moon. I heard they hexed the fae. Everyone was talking about it. What is your thoughts on that? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I don't know shit about witches, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe vampires I can have a conversation about. Werewolves I barely know anything about. I just know they turn into wolves, like... At the moon or whatever but in terms of like i think the question was more specific and it was like um not like hollywood fake witches but like real witches mm-hmm. or something so it's very clear who the person who asked this what their answer is <laughs> that they do believe in witches but like for me like i wouldn't knock it it's like one of those things like aliens we'll talk about later but oh definitely <laughs> i have lots of thoughts on that <laughs> yeah for me when whenever there's not an answer where it's like why there is or why there's not like I just don't take a stance like I think it's really easy I think it's a good thing to say like I don't know and so I would never knock it and like when you talk about witches like are they talking about like naturopaths because I believe in that in what like Ayurvedic medicine and things like that oh okay yeah I do know about that yeah so if we're talking about like Ayurvedic medicine like you know natural remedies and things like that is that what they're talking about by witches no I think they mean like Wiccan like W-I-C-C-A-N like the practice of like witchcraft like, that's, like, a whole subsection of people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, okay, my question is, like, okay, so I'm going to say yes. I believe in it. Like, if someone's going to be, like, like, if you're a witch and you truly believe in it, it's also kind of, like, manifestation. But I don't know. I feel like if you put enough emotion into anything, like, and enough belief, like, it can happen. Like, if you're going to be, like, oh, you're going to hex me. Like, if you have that much hatred for me, like, something's bad is going to happen. Like, I think you're willing it into the universe, bro. <laughs> okay, well, I also don't believe in manifestation, which we can have a whole episode about, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe in, like, mostly anything. Like, if you told me, like, if someone mm, came up to me true. into my dorm tomorrow and was like, I'm a werewolf, I would believe it. If someone was like, I have a ghost best friend, the devil walks on my ceiling, like, there are demons at night, I would believe you. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. For me, okay, for me, like, I think you're very spiritual, but for me, I think that everyone should be allowed to do whatever they want and identify with whatever they want. So if you want to identify as a cat, like, there was a whole Reddit post about this, but if you genuinely (laughs) want to identify as a cat, I'm not even joking, then okay, then do that. You see what I mean? Like, if you actually believe in a witch, like, in in the fact that you're a witch, like, I'm not about to come up to you and be like, no, you're not a witch, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, I just think everyone should do what they want. Like, I don't really believe in it, but, like, I think you have the autonomy to do it. My thing is, would it have existed for this long if it was not real, bro? <laughs> like, 
Think about it. The ideas of witches has been around for so long. You're telling me you don't believe that at all? There's a Harry Potter universe. <laughs> but wouldn't it be more popularized? And like, wouldn't they make it for profit if it was? No, I don't think so. Because honestly, like, if imagine like if someone came out to you tomorrow and was like, I can do like magical spells, like I can do whatever I want. Like, they would either be killed or they would become a minority group. And who is really trying to go through that? No one. Okay, I mean, if you know how to do magic, just DM me. Like, I promise I won't tell anyone. I just want to know, because I still don't have an answer for this question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> The next question is, how do you think people choose their partners, or how have you chosen yours? I love this question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an answer. Okay, so maybe, maybe my answer is not going to be, like, super accurate, because... If you guys didn't know this, I have not been in a relationship, so I can't answer on how I picked mine. But in speculation, I really think that people look for physical looks more than personality, no matter what everyone tells me. Everyone's always like, of course it's personality, of course it's personality. But I think the first thing you look for is definitely looks, because if it was truly personality, then you would have like no way of like how to like weed out people because it's not like you say like hello to someone and like decide to get to know them more like because you don't know their personality like you have to decide that person's attractive to want to get to know them more to even yeah i agree know each other enough to begin a relationship like you don't ask people on dates because you're like i see them they seem like they have a good personality no it's because like you're attracted to them Yeah, that's what people say, like, love at first sight. Like, they'll be like, yeah, I was love at first sight. And I'm like... So you thought they were hot. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you don't see yeah. someone walk by and you go, oh, my God, they got a fire brain. Their heart is so big. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for me, I was thinking about it in the sense of, like, the way you're raised and, like, the experiences that you hold. So I was thinking, mm-hmm. like... So, like, a lot of us come from like hetero relationships and like okay so we're talking from like a hetero hetero perspective in that like we're talking about yeah and like so i would say like you see your parents relationship and then you draw from that so i think that a lot of people even though they're like oh like my like my dad's like this or my mom's like this and like i hate that a lot of times they end up in relationships with the same like with someone who's very similar like in the traits and like characteristics of their that's life. really true you know what i mean because i think that even if you hate it i think you're drawn to fami- familiarity so it's either you're drawn to familiarity or you do the complete opposite and i think that's like i don't know if that's like an active thing but at least for me i feel like all the people i've been interested in are like very opposite to what i'm familiar with i feel like you can see the similarities and like how people were raised and like yeah you're right in like how people pick relationships like i see it in boys a lot and like if you are like a mama's kid like your mom really cared for you and she's like kind of spoils you like then you look for like a girlfriend that's like really really nurturing because like that's what you used to oh my god you're right yeah like that's what i'm saying you're like, right because especially like with with brown boys they're no offense like most brown boys are like mama's mm-hmm. boys they look for women who will also take care of them and, like, meet every one of their needs. So I feel like they wouldn't really be attracted to someone who doesn't do that. Like, even if you think about it, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of guys, if you see, like, 
people are always like, oh, like that girl's out of their league or like, oh, he fucked up so many times in the relationship and like she's still there. Like that's what guy, like that's why a lot of guys that I've seen, like they seek that out. Like if your mom's really nurturing, then you look like, mm. for a girl that'll like put up with your mistakes. Like you'll be able to fuck up in the relationship so much and like she'll stay there because yeah. like that's what your mom did and like that's what you're used to. Like people don't, I feel like people that are spoiled don't really go for like girls that are like, oh, like no, you have to spoil me. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> and even with girls, with girls, you see it in that, like, this is something that people always get made fun of, but they're like, oh, if, like, you have daddy issues, then, like, you look for, like, a guy that kind of, like, has the same issues as your father. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You're attracted to familiarity. And, like, for me, at least, like, the reason I say, like, oh, I'm not attracted to familiarity is that, like, I don't think, like, the people I've been interested in, like, in college especially, have been similar to what I know at all like I think I like people who are like extremely like level-headed and like very like soft like not like hyper masculine or anything like that and like (laughs) like what I've noticed with like my friends also is like if you're in an Indian family a lot of times like Indian men are expected to be like hyper masculine and like have like anger management issues and like for me like that that puts me off so much like that's like an immediate like I'm running in the other direction yeah, I feel like once you do some introspection and you realize the things that, like, are off-putting in your previous relationships with other people and, like, your family and just what you've experienced, like, once you do that introspection, then you start going for the opposite. <laughs> yeah, true. I think if you don't do the introspection, you can fall into, like, the same patterns and be like, oh, like, why am I always in, like, these relationships with, like, these kinds of guys? And, like, if you draw the similarities between, like, your family and the people you're drawn towards, you can, like, see it. You can even see it when people are always like, oh, I just my friend is always dating fuck boys i'm like well that's probably because that's the pattern she always follows she's used to it bro <laughs> and then this other question was really connected and it was says how does the way you've been raised contribute to the views you hold mm, this is interesting okay so for me i think the way i was raised has everything to do with the person i am so okay so i think my dad always pushed me to be strong rather than anything else you know what I mean so I was like I've always been drawn to being like a beacon of strength even when I like look at all the characteristics that I have like they're very masculine characteristics even I'm not saying masculine in the sense of masculine is man and feminine is woman it's like it's a non-gendered way of speaking in that like like the characteristics I have are like loyal strong determined Mm -hmm. like hardworking. all those things are masculine characteristics and I think that has a lot to do with how I was raised since I was drawn to, I was pushed towards being like feminism and like being strong and independent, like as a woman. I think that mm-hmm. when you go down the path of feminism, it also opens up a lot of doors. I think that's why like raging feminists or whatever the fuck they call it. I think those women are also really involved in other issues like environmental issues and like race issues and you know all those other things. I feel like it opens up the door to like a lot of other things. So I think that's because of the way I was raised and is why I like like talking about all those things. I can actually spend so much time on this question just because I really do think the way that like we grow up affects us in so many different ways. I have multiple answers for this. So like the first one would be I procrastinate a lot and like I also am like very much a perfectionist and like that's a lot of the reason of why I procrastinate is because I want things to immediately be perfect like when I do them. So I often won't try to do new things. Like, I'll do things in exactly the same way that I've done them in the past. And I don't really want to try, like, new activities because I don't like to be bad at things. And that's because, like, the way my parents raised me is, like, of course, like, 
my parents are brown, blah, 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 South Asian, Indian. Um, so they were really strict on, like, they expected perfection in, like, the A, in, like, A's and B's and grades and that kind of stuff. And they wanted me to be good at, like, extracurriculars and, like, try really hard. But they didn't do that thing where, like, I know a lot of people would be like, oh, like, my dad sat me down at, like, the math table and, like, he, made, he like, yelled at me and I cried while doing oh, math homework. That was, like, that was my childhood. <laughs> my parents, like, my parents expected perfection from me, but, like, with little guidance. Like, they wanted me to internalize it and then do it myself. So it wasn't like they were, like, enforcing, oh. like you have to do things in this way and this is the exact way that you have to do it. It was more like, you need to be perfect, but like, we're not gonna help you. <laughs> so because of that, I think that I procrastinate and that I expect perfection for myself. So that's what, that was definitely from childhood. No, yeah, I'm a perfectionist too. Yeah, and then the other things that, the other things that like affected me, like how I was raised is I'm a younger sibling. So my brother is older and I'm also a twin. That really affected me because like when we're um, not really in a negative way, though, when we were growing up, um, we shared basically everything. We shared our birthday presents because um, me and my sister always wanted the exact same thing because we were so similar. So like I remember like this is a really good example. Um, when we were 12, we both wanted the same video game. So, like, you're not going to buy your kid two of those, right? Like, that's the bir- like the one birthday gift that you guys both get, and you have to share it. So, now that I'm older, like, sometimes, like, with my sister, I'll fight over sharing things, but I'm really good at sharing things with other people. Like, I think about, like, splitting things and, like, sharing my things a lot. Yeah, I remember I pointed that out to you when I was like, oh, you guys are really good at sharing with me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not good at sharing with my sister, not gonna lie, because we've shared our entire lives. Um, we're both like individualistic when it comes to the two of us, but I've noticed that me and her, like, we both share a lot with other people. Yeah, and like for me, like, I also think I'm a perfectionist. Not even I think, I know I'm a perfectionist. Now, obviously, that has everything to do with how I was raised and that my parents yeah. expected perfection from me. And like for me, it was the complete opposite in that my parents were there for every single step of the way and held me very accountable because my thing was, like I said, when I was growing up, I was very disorganized, not good at time management, <laughs> procrastinated, everything. So like the person I am now is like because of like the years and years of the person I wasn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think even though we talk about, like I think this is really funny because even though we talk about like, oh, capitalism sucks and everything, I think I'm built for capitalism. Like I think this is like, <laughs> this is, like a pretty good system. Like I really fit in, you know? And like we were talking about this the other day and like how did we choose our majors like do you think it's because like of just because your interest and like no i think so like i'm in like public health and that has a lot to do with like just like population health rather than individualistic health i'm not even gonna get into it but please like (laughs) if you need to know like google it (laughs) and like a lot of it had to do with the fact that there were a lot of problems that i saw and i wanted to have the autonomy to just act on it and fix those problems in like in terms of population Mm -hmm. health like you know like with the water crisis and other things like it felt like really weird to just have to sit on my hands and be like oh someone should fix that you know so like that's why I went into yeah and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that my parents did emphasize like science like since they were like girl power like feminism they were also like really into like women in stem and like pushing me in that direction so in the in mm-hmm. the same realm as, as STEM, population health and just healthcare in general is, like, very big. So, like, I definitely think that has everything to do with the reason I chose it. Like, I don't think I was born, like, this altruist who just wants to fix the world and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, I definitely think it was just a domino effect of, like, the, the, um, the direction my parents pushed me into. 
And like, you know, I thank them for that. Like, I really like where I am. So <laughs> I don't true. think it's a bad thing at all. I, f- I feel like this question is really good. I'm trying to think of like more things that like. Oh, no, we were just talking about religion. We were literally just talking about religion in the sense that like. Oh, yeah. How you view religion has a lot to do with like how hard your parents push it onto you. I think especially with women, it's like when people push religion or just like practices like. I don't know, like, I know, like, a lot of my friends who were, like, forced to, like, like, force, like, certain eating things, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you can't eat that, or, like, something like that. Like, when it's very heavily pushed onto mm-hmm. you, I feel like you'll break it a lot. Like, for yeah. me, my parents were like, oh, like, we just, like, don't eat, like, pork or beef because, like, cows are, like, our friends, like, they're, like, our pets, and, like, pigs are kind of dirty. Like, that's what my parents, all like, just told me. Like, they never emphasized it or anything like that. So, for me, it mm-hmm. was, like, really easy to just like not eat those things because it's just like it was sold to me as a cultural thing not like if you do it it's a sin like it's horrible like you're a bad person you know what i mean and like my parents also told me like oh other people who do eat it they're still good people like we're just raised differently you know what i mean yeah so that was really easy for me to follow and i think like when things are pushed onto you like religion i think people who identify as atheist were like i think a lot of times they come from very religious backgrounds yeah, I also agree with that because as I was talking to Kavya earlier about this, like, I feel like most people don't go to the lengths to label themselves as an atheist if they just, like, don't care about religion, like... hmm Or heavily identify. Yeah, because, like, I know, like, a lot of kids, like, from Hindu backgrounds where it's like, oh, like, their parents aren't really that religious, so, like, they're not that religious, but they don't really label themselves one or the other. They're not like, oh, I'm Hindu, oh, I'm agnostic, oh, I'm atheist. It's just, like... It's up in the air. Like, because you could catch me on cultural. any day. Like, like- <laughs> told, at least with us, like, with both of our families, we were sold, like, the... Uh, we were told about Hinduism in the sense that it was always tied into culture. Or there was some kind of scientific, like, based reason why we do things the way we do, you know? Yeah. While for... I think for universalizing religions, there's a lot of guilt involved. Like, I can't wait to talk mm-hmm. about religion sometime on one of our episodes, but... We're gonna do... Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do that. <laughs> That's gonna be really problematic, especially now that we don't have Yashmita to balance us out. Like, you know, <laughs> just get ready for some unfiltered content because... No, wait, this is something that's really interesting because we're opposites in this. I really do believe that whether you are a younger sibling or an older sibling really affects how you move in life. Because I'm a younger sibling and Kavya is an older sibling, but we both have brothers. So I don't even think it's whether you have like sisters or brothers. It's Kavya has a younger brother and I have an older brother. And like my brother is not like Kavya. So it's definitely not an older sibling thing or a younger sibling thing. It's also depending on your gender as well we have completely different takes on like on this yeah we we do we have completely different things because like we agree in the sense that it's very influential but the way we were raised is very indicative of like the way Mm -hmm. you know we practice things like for me like or like in my family like i'm always the leader like i always like whenever we like bake things or we like cook together i'm always like okay it's my (laughs) way or the highway we're doing it this way and then i'm like okay go get that like go do this so like I think, like, it's very good in the sense that, like, my brother's very supportive. Like, he'll just, like, fall... He's not very stuck in his ways. Like, he'll be like, okay, I'll help you, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? But it's not that big of a deal. I mean, like, for me, it's, like, a very big deal. And I'm like, no, like, we're going to do it this way. I already planned out every single thing, so nothing is going (laughs) to go wrong. And, like, we're going to get started. (laughs) Because I always felt like, since I have a younger sibling, especially since we have, like, a 
like more of an age gap i always felt like i had to plan everything out like as a kid like it was never a bad thing mm-hmm. i think i just think it's part of my personality now and that like i would always plan all the birthday parties like i would plan his birthday party i'd plan my birthday party to a t and then he would just <laughs> follow because well he was only like three years old you know what i mean Yo, birthday parties is a really good example of this. Because, like, I am the youngest, but even though we're twins, like, I'm still younger than Roja. So, I don't even think this is, like, a me being you're younger than even, her. It's you're just, younger like, by a minute, please. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's because I'm younger than her. But, like, if you think of birthday parties, I have not planned my birthday party for, like, so many years. Because what I'll do is I will let... No, even though you guys are twins... Yeah. No, even though you guys are twins, I really feel like... It's like, Balaji's the oldest, then it's yeah. Roja, then it's you. Like, I always feel like Roja's the middle child. Because what I've noticed with middle child, because my mom's a middle child, so I genuinely know one, I feel like they're so unproblematic. <laughs> like, they always follow the rules. They keep the peace. Like, they literally always keep the peace between, like, the entire family. And, like... They're so responsible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, because out of the two of us, even though we're twins, I would say that, like, I don't know if Roja's the more responsible one, quote-unquote, but I mm-hmm. let her take most of the responsibility. Like, when it comes to birthday parties, I'll just let her plan everything. Like, for our last birthday party, like, not the, not my last one. Well, how old am I right now? 19? For my 17th birthday party, I let Roja plan everything, and I just showed up. And everyone was like, oh, like, oh, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, no, nah, like, Roja has it. I'm literally just going to show up. And <laughs> like that was my way of celebrating i was like i'll just show up and like i'll have a good time because like she's gonna organize everything and i remember that made her so mad (laughs) it's not that i think she's like so responsible it's the fact that she doesn't really push boundaries like in like the family like you know what i mean like she doesn't really like she's not very chaotic (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i'm definitely the more chaotic like sibling (laughs) yeah that isn't even saying much because you don't even do anything yeah that's what i'm saying but yeah i also think like the way that i was raised i definitely have like Okay, if, if you guys don't know my older brother, he's, like, perfect in, like, every textbook way. Like, he played, like, so many sports. He was good at chess, and he has a black belt in Taekwondo. He played basketball. He was on the school tennis team. And then he did all kinds of stuff when he was younger. And then he also was just, like, always on the A honor roll and, like, had all these club positions and, like, was just good at everything. And, oh, my God. Okay, we get it, we get it, we get it. I know this man has an engineering degree and now he's doing pharmaceutical so I was like oh he's like perfect in every like single way so then like growing up it was like very hard to measure up to that so I honestly I don't think I even tried because I know a lot of people were like they have like they hold a lot of resentment for their older siblings if they hold that like like standard that you have to reach and like obviously I had that at a certain point in high school like junior year and senior especially like when all that stress is put on you like to go in in college But, like, now, I think I'm very carefree about it. And I definitely think that's the way I was raised. Okay, for me, I really set Shree up for success. So, (laughs) for me, it's, like, very opposite in the sense that, like, for my parents, I was the guinea pig. So, they made their mistakes with me, (laughs) and then they fixed it with my brother. So, like, my brother's perfect. Just figuring out how to do shit, bruh. Like, if you ask my parents, they'd say, like, oh, both of you are perfect. Like, you're just, you have different strengths. But I would say, like, textbook-wise, like, in terms of when you're younger, doing all the right things, like, definitely my brother is, like, the textbook perfect. And Do you feel like you have to measure up to him even though he's younger? I did, I did feel like that way when I was younger, but not anymore at all. Because now I recognize, mm-hmm. like, we have, very, we have very different personalities. And so there are certain things, like, I do so much better. And there are certain things he does so much better, you know? And, like, I definitely, mm-hmm. he's definitely the baby of the family. 
So, I mean, I definitely set my brother up for success because I was the guinea pig of the family because I'm the oldest, obviously. You know what I mean? And so my parents, like, tested out different things on me. Like, I've done so many different sports. So many different sports, so many different activities so that they just, like, tried on me. So they knew when my brother came along. Because also my parents, like, were very good about learning from what they did with me so like the way they raised my brother was very very different you know that okay so i saw this tweet and it's like this video of this cat getting like struck by like the owner and then this other cat's just like staring at it with anger (laughs) and it was like it was like when you see your parents treating your younger sibling with with (laughs) patience respect and everything (laughs) and kindness i saw that and i was like wow (laughs) i think that was me for a while but now I recognize, like, me and my brother have such different strengths. Like, if you meet us, we have such distinct personalities that are so different. Like, even our interests are so different because I'm very creative. And he's very into, like, strategy. And, like, he plays tennis and chess and, like, you know, the brown boy things. Like, he's, he's like, very textbook good. I think the way we were raised was very different and shaped us as people because my parents did learn a lot from me. Okay, so very, very last question. How do you balance spending time with your family and being independent in your 20s? Girl, if someone knows, slide into my DMs, hit me up and let me know, man, because I have no idea. Look, I could tell you, like, oh, like, this is what you're supposed to do, and, like, here's advice that you should follow, but, like, I don't follow any of it, so I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so I think I'm very independent, especially now that I'm in college. Like, the second I hit college, I became much more independent, obviously. That happens for a lot of people. And I think the key here, this is going to be so basic, I'm so sorry, but like the way I do it is communication. So like, I think there's no problem with spending like hours with your family on end, as long as you're not neglecting your friends at the same time. Because I've seen one of my friends do this in that like, she just disappear with her family and just not communicate with anyone. And Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, it's just a lot of communication, just like making time to FaceTime your friends and also making it clear to your parents like, okay we can go like with my my family like we spend time together by like going hiking or like going to a restaurant or something so like i'll like keep that to one side and i'll also be like facetiming my friends right before then yeah i really agree with that i really don't think like i'm thinking about it from like um your at college perspective like i'm assuming like you're not with your family so like maybe it's harder to like put them into the schedule because like that's my situation but like I really don't think it takes much like for your parents to feel like you care about them, especially because they realize like that you're at college and you're going to be with your friends all the time. Like I just like, yeah, you have a whole life at college. Yeah. I just like, I live very close. Like I go to NC state and my parents live in Cary. So like I just go home uh, like a couple weekends, maybe like once a month or like twice a month, like on the weekends, I'll just go home and like spend time with my family or I'll just like call them like once in a while. I was really bad about that freshman year, but like as you go along, like you just get used to it. Call them every other day, bro. Set a reminder in your calendar. <laughs> no, I go home every couple weeks as well, even though like I live kind of far. Mostly because, I mean, like, I want that kind of, like, I want to go back to my house kind of thing, you know what I mean? And, I mean, I also talk to my mom, like, every single day, which is, like, <laughs> clearly I'm the older sibling, clearly, <laughs> because, like, I'm the first one to leave a nest. <laughs> clearly I'm the younger sibling, because I literally hit my mom up, like, once every, like, three weeks on the phone, bro. <laughs> no, because it's very obvious, because I'm the first one to leave the nest, so they're kind of like, oh, my small child and like for me like there was a lot more like since I was the very first child like every fall that I had like my parents like oh my god like you know what I mean and with my brother like he scratches me they're like okay just go put a band-aid on it or something you know what I mean but for me (laughs) they would have probably taken me to the hospital you know what I mean (laughs) 
So like I'm dead. It's the same thing. So like even with college, like I bet with my brother when he goes to college, he's just gonna be like he's just gonna like go off somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then they'll be like fine. And like obviously like for me also like I want that kind of attachment. Like I don't want to feel like my parents like completely let go of me because I'm so used to them being there for everything and every step of the way. So yeah, I call my parents really often. But I know I understand that's not sustainable for everyone. <laughs> Because also when I have like no one to talk to or like I feel lonely, like I just call my mom and I'm like, guess what happened today? Like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, so that's all the questions for today. Like this, I think we only made it through half of the questions we got, which was actually so crazy. Like we didn't think we were going to get that many. Yeah, we got a lot of good yeah. ones. Sorry if we didn't get yeah, to answer sorry. your guys' <laughs> And like we're definitely going to, we're definitely going to answer the rest of these somehow. Like maybe we'll make a part two or maybe we'll just, we'll work these in somewhere. But yeah, that's all for today. Follow us on Spotify. And that's something we always forget to say. But like whenever we finish an episode, we always post it on our Instagrams. If you want to be super up to date, definitely follow us on Spotify. And then you'll just find out every time we post an episode. If you guys have any other questions, then definitely sign into our DMs with them. Or if you have any thoughts on our previous episodes, then definitely tell us. Because I'm curious to know what you guys have to say. But that's all for today. Yeah, and if you have any hot takes not even hot takes if you have any answers to the questions like about the wheels about <laughs> witches please let us know if you want to educate me about the history of witches also let me know <laughs> but that's all for today folks this was coaches don't play <laughs>